GRS 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, Jets Hockey Podcast, Lift Off. Welcome to the Brian Marchment edition of the Jets Hockey Podcast. I am Sean Lincoln. I am your host. Brennan Hope could not be here this week. He will be back next week. Uh, head on the show. We finally have a name. We'll talk the draft and everything else that happened this week in the Jets world. But first, we'll get into the NHL News of the Week. It's been one week since you looked at me. The 2011 NHL Draft happened this week. The Edmonton Oilers had first choice and selected Ryan Nugent Hopkins from the Red Deer Rebels. Hopkins had 106 points last year. Staying with the Oilers, the Oilers reacquired Ryan Smith who was traded away from Edmonton in 2007, and rumors have been swirling the last couple weeks about him wanting to return. He came from the Kings, who got Colin Frazier and a seventh-round pick in next year's draft in return. Minnesota made a deal, sending veteran defenseman Brett Burns and a pick to San Jose for Devin Setaguchi, Charlie Coyle, and a pick back. Brian Campbell was sent to Florida by Chicago in return for Radoslav Olej. On Friday, Brian Burke picked up a good defenseman on his own in John Michael Lyles from the Colorado Avalanche for a draft pick. Calgary traded away longtime defenseman Robin Regeer to the Buffalo Sabres for Alish Kotelik and a draft pick. Regeer was the second longest serving flame behind only Jerome Ginla. He had been there since 1999 playing 826 games and scoring 126 points. After freeing up that cap space, the Flames used it to sign Alex Tangay to a five-year contract, keeping him in Calgary. Finally, the NHL regular season schedule was released. The season will open October 6th with Stanley Cup champions Boston Bruins hosting the Philadelphia Flyers and Toronto Maple Leafs hosting the Montreal Canadiens. We'll talk more about that right now as we talk Winnipeg Jets for the rest of the show. It's now my pleasure to introduce our Executive Vice President and General Manager, Mr. Kevin Cheveldayoff, who will make our first pick on behalf of the Winnipeg Jets. So very exciting week for the Winnipeg Jets. And, you know, what can you say they are now, the Winnipeg Jets? Mark Chipman made it official off the draft. I just played that clip for you off the top. How great was that? Just played it so cool, so, so straight. And that crowd went nuts. That's something we definitely have to talk about, is the crowd at that draft, and at the MTS Center for that matter. That crowd at the draft was the loudest there. And that's, you know, that's a long drive from Minnesota for some Winnipeggers, but nobody was missing that. And uh, it was just, it really showed, showed off Winnipeg once again for how passionate we really are. And it's terrific. Um... The crowd at the MTS Center as well, just showing, really showing the world 
that it was really a mistake us not having a team, although, you know, circumstances may have needed it. It was never because of the fans, and I think that's what we're proving to everyone. And it's it's an exciting time to be a Winnipegger right now with everything going on. But uh, into this draft more thoroughly, the Jets... <sighs> it's going to get... Takes some getting used to saying that again. But the, the Jets had the seventh overall pick. Lots of guys were rumored for that pick. And the Jets went a little bit off the board on this one. Some people have been scratching their heads. But they selected 18-year-old Mark Shifley from the Barry Colts. He was projected about 16th by TSN. And you know what? I, I really like this pick. You know, He's a big, big centerman, which... The Chets needed badly. You know, there's a lot of rumblings that they were going to take a defenseman. I don't think they needed a defenseman. They needed they needed a centerman to help fill out that position, and uh, I think he's the perfect guy. Like I say, he's still a young guy. This is his first year playing uh, in the CHL. He played on one of the worst teams in the CHL, so to have 75 points as a rookie... He can't really go anywhere but up in this next year. You know, he's somebody... That I don't see making making the big club this first year, but his coach, uh, name a lot of Jets fans will remember, and Dale Howarchuk, highly recommended him, and he thinks he can make the draft this, or he thinks he can make the big team in his first year. So, interesting storylines to look forward to as camp starts and everything, but we won't get that for a few weeks. But I like this pick. If you saw the kid, he had. If you didn't like the pick before they talked to him, you had to like him after. He just, he seemed like such a likable kid. His smile never left his face. And you could just tell how excited he was, which is really good. You know, it's it's good to see. And, you know, we want people being happy coming to Winnipeg. And that'll, that'll add to the whole, you know, free agents don't want to come here and everything. But when you have a kid like that who's just glowing to be that pick, it can do nothing but make you make you feel really proud of your city. Uh, moving on, the Jets didn't have a pick in the second round, um, but in the third round they took Adam Lowry, a left winger out of Swift Current, uh, 45 points last year. After that, they took Brendan Souffoli, a defenseman out of the Ontario Junior A League, 6'2", 30 points in 36 games. You know, he's a guy, he's a big defenseman that hopefully can fill a spot after a few more years. After that, they've took Zachary Ewan in the fourth round. He's a six-foot D-man out of Tri-City. Uh, 72 games played, 32 points, 65 pims, so maybe bring a little grit. And then they also took the homeboy, Jason Kasdorf, from the Portage Terriers of uh, the Manitoba Junior A-League. You know, a little bit of a project. Not likely that you'll see this guy coming in. But hey, you know... You know, another good good goalie that was a seventh round pick was Nikolai Habibulin. So you never know, uh, you never know what can happen in this game. But a lot of uh, a lot of projects, I think, not a lot of guys who are going to make an immediate impact, and that's what the Jets need right now. I don't think they need people to make an immediate impact. We're we're a young team right now that's waiting to grow, and this is just building our crop for the next wave. I think we also took Austin Brassard out of Belleville. And uh, another defenseman, Aaron Harstad. So, you know, who knows if some of these guys will turn out, some of them won't. That's the way a draft works. 
but you know you're just building your crop for the future and i like what the jets did on draft day um it's exciting and that's all that's all you can really say is it is a really exciting time uh there was nothing they could really do wrong with this with that first pick i don't i think they could have picked somebody no one had ever heard of and he still would have been i think he's going to be a crowd favorite uh shiffley hopefully you know I'm, I'm a little split right now on if he should make the team or not in my mind um it's that old you know where you're going to grow more if you're going to grow in the juniors or you'll grow playing with the big boys works out for some people works doesn't work for some so it's something to watch for this year and it's going to be exciting uh moving on though um besides a new name this team also now has a coach um they decided on the old Manitoba Moose coach, Claude Noel, and I, I can't argue, True North has such a good reputation of hiring coaches. I, until they make a mistake, I'm going to trust them. Uh, look at their track record. You know, Randy Carlisle, Scotty Arneal, Ale Vigneault. All these guys are now in the NHL. Carlisle has a cup. Vigneault's been to a final. You can't you can't question the way True North has run their coaching operations from day one. So I think Claude Noel will be good for this team. Um, the only problem is you now have, for the most part, a rookie head coach. He had his cup of tea in Columbus, but for the most part, he's a rookie. You have your rookie GM, and you have a really, really young team. So it could be good in a way because everyone's in the same position or you know you might just not have that leadership that you might need so that i guess you'll see how it plays out but i really like claude noel and i think it's a good decision he he's known how to coach young guys and hopefully he'll keep that up with this team moving on um very interesting discussions this week in NHL realignment put forward by Gary Bettman and a few other teams in the league. Um, this new format would happen after this year. Of course, the Jets are playing in the southwest, Southeast Division this year, which will be a pain, but bound to be a couple growing pains in this first year. But they will play in the Southeast Division this year and surely move to the West next year. Now, what they're discussing, very interesting, is going back to four conferences. Yeah, old hockey fans will remember it as the Patrick, the Smythe. I think it'll be a little different than that this time. Um, we'll even see how it's going to end up. There's 30 teams, so a couple of divisions would have to be bigger. Uh, there's talk that it could be the Eastern Conference that has eight teams per division. Which would be interesting, but that was because Detroit, uh, Columbus, couple teams want to shift to the East. That's where they're playing in that time zone. It's just easier for them. So we'll see if that works out or not. But it's an interesting idea. I think it works better. I don't really like the three conferences. I think it's a bad idea. I think you just should rank them how they fall. I, I have kind of the idea to just have an East and a West conference and don't have divisions. But, you know, you understand the reason for divisions. So I think that's interesting idea is 
making two divisions. Um, I think probably the first round of playoffs would be all would be all uh, divisional play, and then you would move on to reseed among the conference. So it would be an interesting uh, thing to try, and something to look forward to for next year. Uh, Jets already have enough to look forward to for this year, but hey, let's look ahead. Speaking of looking ahead, free agency, July 1st. Um, the Jets are expected to make some moves. Um, they've said that they will be aggressive as possible when free agency starts. I'm sure there's going to be a few guys they want to add. In RFA news, the Jets have extended offers to Andrew Ladd and Blake Wheeler. Expect one to Zach Bogosian as well. Um, however, Anthony Stewart and Robbie Shrimp were not offered contracts. They will go to free agency. It's expected that Brett Festerling is another who won't. And uh, I'm not really angry about any of these moves. Shrimp, Shrimp's a guy that's, you know, he's fun. He's got a lot of skill, but he's never been a guy who could cut it in the big time so far. So who knows where he'll end up. Maybe he'll find a home and finally break into the NHL. Uh, you got to hope for the kid. But for now, uh, he's not going to be part of this organization, it looks like. And hopefully that frees up some space for some young guys, you know, whether it is uh, Mark Shifley or somebody that um, the Jets pick up during free agency. It's going to be an interesting week, to say the least. Uh, we talked about free agents a few weeks ago, and uh, I think it's pretty much the same. But uh, we'll see how they are in the trade market. Um, there were a few trades draft day that the Jets completed, mostly just moving up and down in draft order so nothing big but at least we know you know Kevin Sheveldayoff will he will make moves and that's that's an exciting thing that you that you want your GM to do once in a while we'll see how it is if he's dealing players but you never know our last item of the day um, as I mentioned earlier the regular season schedule was released and boy, are there some interesting dates. Um, the Jets will open their regular season on October 9th, hosting the Montreal Canadiens. I'm surprised uh, this is a Sunday game. So, you know, it's not going to be a Hockey Night in Canada, but I'm sure you'll see it on CBC or TSN. This is going to be an exciting game, and with tickets already gone, uh, hopefully everyone in Winnipeg will be able to find a good place to watch it. But after that, the the Jets open a lot of their season on the road, but uh, the most intriguing would have to be October 15th, um, where the Jets visit Phoenix and are there for the Coyotes' home opener, which uh, looking to be uh, very exciting. Um, Phoenix has said they're looking to maybe bring in some Jet alum and make it a special make it a special day. So. That's exciting. Um, you know, of course, Winnipeg Phoenix, you're expecting kind of a rivalry there. Phoenix actually comes to Winnipeg on December 1st, and you know the building will be rocking. Uh, it's going to be a little crazy. And uh, October 17th, Pittsburgh is in Winnipeg. So, a lot of exciting days. Uh, you'll see the stars early and often. I know uh, Winnipeg fans are probably looking forward to playing guys. Guys in Phoenix, after what Breeze Galov said, you know, obviously, or guys in Philadelphia, because of what Breeze Galov said, guys in Phoenix, 
obviously uh, there's the, going to be the rivalry there. Um, there were also, I don't know if you heard the Brian Burke comments this week, but uh, Brian Burke was basically quoted saying, you know, it's good that uh, that the Jets sold out those first four for first five years, but is it a slam dunk after that year? And basically questioning if the fans will still be around. I don't think that's fair criticism. This is Jets organization from start to finish. And I don't just mean like this version of them. I mean going back to you know 95, 96. This team was always always supported, and they were always loved by this public. Um, it wasn't the public's fault or attendance fault that this team didn't stay here. So we'll hope that uh, everything everything works out. And uh, just another reason to hate the Leafs, which, uh, yeah, you always like them for giving us that. So it's going to be an exciting year in Winnipeg, and I uh, really can't wait. Uh, we'll probably do another show for you. Uh, Brennan will be back. We'll probably do a show for you, free agency, depending on uh, everything that happens. But that's going to be about it for this week. There's not a not a ton to talk about. So, you know, join the Facebook page, uh, Jets Hockey Podcast. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, Twitter handle is Jets Hockey Podcast. Hockey is spelled H-C-K-Y, you know. They don't let you have the full thing because it's too long. So Jets Hockey HCKY podcast on Twitter. And I'll keep you up to date on all all the goings on. Also, don't forget to visit GoJetsGo.ca. A lot of interesting conversation as well. You'll get polls. Everything will be up there. It's always exciting. So, yeah, visit there. Join the page. Join the Twitter Whatever, tell your friends. Uh, we're going to be here all year. This is the Jets Hockey Podcast. Home for almost everything Jets. Have a good week.
you better let them. <laughs>